Welcome to this very special edition of the Burning Rooms podcast. We are one years old, so what, whether what? you want to say birthday or anniversary, we are a year old. Birth anniversary. Birth anniversary. <laughs> Yay! So we are really excited. This episode is coming out the day that our first episode came out. So, and the first day we had two episodes come out. Anyway, we are here and we have a bunch of people in this room and we have some special messages to share with you today from other listeners. And we'll tell a few stories and give you some vision for what's ahead in the Burning Rooms podcast. My name is Johan. I'm Jehu. I'm Brian. And I'm Jessica. And here is the Burning Rooms theme song, which we all know and love with a little bit of flavor. Burning Runes, the Burning Runes podcast. Burning Runes, you too. Pray and fast. Burning Runes. There's verses, guys. There's verses. The Burning Runes podcast. You should pray and you should also fast. Well, that's where it comes in. That's good. Burning Rooms, the Burning Rooms podcast. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. Uh, so, so, first of all, I want to apologize to our listeners for that. I apologize um, for nothing. There was no rehearsal. There, yeah, and we didn't have words and lyrics in front of us, so, you know. Antiphonal. Yeah. Antiphonal. Yeah. Definitely antiphonal. not prophetic. Uh, antiphonal. <laughs> So thank you all for tuning into the Burning News podcast. We had a great year. We loved recording with each other and having guests on. Uh, we actually got a great base of listeners, according to, I don't know, what I think would be a good base of listeners. And I mean, I said from the beginning that whether we get listeners or not, it's totally worth it. Simply because we're sharing stories to strengthen our own resolve and we're getting the language and learning how to communicate the core messages of this prayer movement. and. And I, I have to say for myself that I have grown in these things and I have been encouraged. And along the way, we have actually got other people encouraged. So mission accomplished so far. And I don't know, do we want to tell the story about where it actually started? Yeah, let's, let's talk the origin story. So it all started in a Burger King. Where all great things start. It's true. All great things start in a Burger King and many Bad things. Whopper Wednesday. And Not a Burger sponsor, but too. we welcome you. Yeah, yeah. I think that was also welcomed earlier on, so Burger King should really get on this. Yeah, we're working it. Although I, I, I think we would rather be at Wendy's. You know, they support true. adoption and all that stuff too, and it's just yeah. better. Great burgers. But Whopper Wednesday, you know, so. Hey, throw us an offer. Let's get a competition going. So I was sitting down with Brian Neistater here, and I just kind of threw out this idea saying, hey, I thought about doing this podcast thing. What do you think? And then we just kind of talked about it. I don't know if you remember that conversation. Vaguely. Well, I do remember. I love the idea of a podcast. I love the idea of communicating the things that we are passionate about. But I also knew, like, I have no ability in any of this stuff. So it's like, Johan, if you want to do it, like, I'm in. But I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't have any expertise. You do. So, yeah. But I remember that conversation. It was really good. And you kind of just said, just do it. Yeah. Just go do it. Pick a date. Let's pick a date right now. And let's do it. So we did. So we decided, uh, let, okay, let's let's make a goal to do 10 episodes. If it's yeah. not for us, if we're not going to enjoy it, if, if there's no good feedback or anything, then we could just stop. Like, let's commit to 10 episodes. 
So we got to 10 and we just kept going because it was great. And here we are going to another season. And then I thought, man, it'd be great to have a good friend of mine behind the control, someone I trust. And also I admire and I love his voice. So I called up Jay who's saying, hey, we want to do this podcast thing. I know, I know you do some of this stuff at school as a teacher working with audio. Uh, so you'd be interested in helping us out with this. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess my basement's free and, you know, I know some sound equipment things. So I figured it would be a pretty easy, easy and fun thing to do. I didn't actually plan to be on the podcast initially. I was going to be like behind the scenes. Sound engineer. Yeah. Sound engineer. And then before I knew it, it was like, oh, I guess I could be a guest. And then suddenly I'm co-hosting and here I am. You still got the controls in front of you. So yeah, I'm still in charge, but... Yeah. And you guys should see the setup we have now. It has seriously upgraded from where we started a year ago. There's wires everywhere and it's so high tech. Well, and that's just it because your advice was so helpful. Nice to say, just do it because yes, Johan knew some things about podcasting and yes, I knew some stuff about audio, but we really built this ship at sea. (laughs) We started recording with this sort of hack together Mac setup with these random mics and like, if you go back and listen to the earlier episodes, the quality is not as crisp as it is today. We've invested in equipment. Johan's gotten some excellent plugins. Like we've really progressed, but I like that, that progression. We didn't start with everything in front of us. We kind of made it work. So, I mean, I still encourage listeners to go back to those early episodes, even though sometimes it's cringeworthy with the sound we listen to. It's like, oh, I wish I can change that. But you know, we learn as we go and we delete a bunch of those files so we can't really fix them as much today. And But we're doing that now. So Unless you're like me and completely oblivious to the sound stuff. Also that. In which case it was kind of fine from the start. <laughs> it also depends on how you're listening. If it's yeah. just coming straight out of your phone speakers, you probably don't notice the difference. But we notice it. We notice. <laughs> but all to say the life lesson you can take from that is that you don't have to have everything before you start. Sometimes you just start and you work with what you got and that's enough. And it was that kind of wisdom that let us know early on we needed another person. There was something missing. I was about to say, we totally bypassed our introductions here. And yes, if you if you recognize that lovely voice in the background, we brought back Jessica. Hey! She was in some of our original episodes and then she got married and moved away. But we pulled her into the city saying, Absolutely. you got to be here today. So that one came out of a conversation in my living room. We were hanging out with my family. Yeah. And I was just listening to your voice. I had podcasting on the mind because we're going to start one. I, I wasn't looking for more hosts, I don't think. But I heard your voice. And I'm like, wow, you got a great voice for radio. This is where I learned that. I had no idea. But after our first episode, everyone was just like, Jess, you've got the voice. It's okay. You didn't pick me for the wisdom or the insight or the revelation, but I've got the voice. So that's really what well, I bring to the, the team. You've got the wisdom and revelation too. I mean, you bring a lot of experience to the podcast too. I you've, say you should take thanks, it because Johan from the start said I had the right face for radio. So uh, I'm for podcasting. Exactly. So it's like Perfect. Yeah, that kind of deal. Which so. is why we don't do video podcasts. Yeah. So one of the things when we had our early conversation to keep us back on track here, we were trying to figure out a name for the podcast. We were searching, kind of casting around it. So I just, uh, I pulled up our old uh, conversation thread on Slack here. Um, We were kind of going with a two-part name. So we wanted something and then like a a colon something else. So the other one was kind of random things, you know, blending worship and prayer. But the, the first part, we wanted something catchy, something that would grab you. Uh, so one of them we had was Shouts from the North. <laughs> Shouts from the North. I love it. Uh, we also had Vertical Zone. <laughs> what? Uh, and Fully Alive. Those were some some really oh, good ones. That's a ripoff of the IHOP album, I think. Yeah, yeah so better, I think that better one was... Better than Half Dead, though, I guess. I don't know. Uh, 
We had, of course, you know, Fire and Fragrance, which was taken. Um, what else did we have wow, here? Wow, stole that one. Well, <laughs> guaranteed me and Johan had a bunch of bad ideas that we threw out at some point. Oh, yeah. Just dumb, stupid ideas. Yeah, yeah. That's really Coming up with a name is harder than you think, though. I don't know. And if you want to know the origin of our name, I think it's in, I think it's our first episode. We said, the first episode, I think it was called, uh, what is it, Birmingham? Birmingham. <laughs> what is a Birmingham sandwich? <laughs> our first episode is called what is no, that was our second episode actually, because we released them on the same day. So uh we wanted to explain why we picked the Burning Rooms podcast name. And if you want to hear that story, you can go to that episode, which I encourage you to do anyway. So once we settled on a name, we needed to settle on a graphic. And let me tell you, we went through some good iterations of the Burning Rooms graphics. Again, if you want to see pre-released uh Burning Rooms artwork, I recommend subscribing to our Patreon because these are gold. That will be a Patreon special for sure. Most of the words are on fire, just to give you a hint. <laughs> I mean, the they're burning. Bur- <laughs> exactly. That's what you got to go with. Prayer. Generally, the logos have fire in them. so But not the words being on fire. This is, I don't know. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> oh, goodness. Before people see we're, that. We're looking at them right now. and uh, You, you yeah. got to know that I'm not a graphics designer. I kind of fiddle and I do things until people like something. We also thought we might go for BR for short, you know? Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Which also stands for Bathroom Reader, one of my favorite books. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) How did we last a year? (laughs) The grace of God. Well, we want to hit a little bit of content in this podcast. Still, uh, we want you to get full value out of your listening experience. So it's not just us telling goofy stories. So I mentioned some of these things earlier. Growing in communication, the language of the prayer movement, and strengthening our own resolve to why we want to do this. But also, the prayer movement has a lot of room to grow. And just explaining a few reasons why we want to keep doing this in the next year. We have so much more to learn, I find, from each other. I mean, even the more guests we have on, the more conversations we have with people I feel like we're growing and we're learning things. So as long as there's room to grow, like let's keep the podcast going. I love the way it even stretches us when we're brainstorming topics because it's the type of thing, okay, how would you talk about the prayer and worship movement in, you know, an hour? But I find myself being stretched. I'm like, oh, we've we've kind of covered the bases. What other things can we dive into? There's so much more there that you maybe don't see at face value. So in hitting in year two now, I feel like, okay, we're just going to keep discovering things and we can keep coming back to the basics. But I feel like just in brainstorming, what else haven't we talked about? What else is there? It brings us different places and it stretches our own hearts and minds and what we think we already know about. And so I'm excited for the longer we go, the different places we'll venture into. And there's so many other guests and people that we have on our list that we want to talk to that we haven't yet. So there's room there too. And I think for me, Uh, One of the things that's been really cool this year is um, to be able to connect with some people from other houses of prayer. And obviously, we had Graham Becky on. That was a great episode. Yeah, that was that's one of my favorite episodes of the year. If you haven't heard it, just amazing. And I mean, it's been so amazing to to have a chance to be in their prayer room and and see how they just how they structure things and what they're going after. And I just love seeing that. And I had a chance briefly to pop in at the House of Prayer in Edmonton as well with with the crew there and to see their faithfulness in seeking the Lord and just understanding that this prayer movement is, it's so much bigger than we think it is. And it's so real. It's just real people in real places, often small little rooms. We're not that fancy. We're not that large. We sometimes look at other people and think, oh man, you're, you guys are so awesome. But we're just like, we're just real people going after it by the grace of God. 
and and to have that opportunity to to learn from each other and and have that dialogue going, I think is just an amazing thing that we could get to do here. You guys have anything to add on why why we want to keep this podcast going? I mean, Jessica, you're kind of a guest today. Um, I think there's value in this keeping on going because you're never done learning, right? And you're never done being encouraged. And so maybe you're used to the same people in the same room that you've been praying with for a while, but to know, hey, there's other people in my country also praying and what are their prayers like? What's God doing? What's God speaking to them? Um, how can I grow? Like those are just life questions that you're never done asking. So it's worth it that we keep talking about it. Yeah, I just want to echo what Brian was saying, allowing other people too to get into that conversation because Graham might not have the time or the the ability to connect with everyone when he comes into Winnipeg, but then to host that conversation. Like I wasn't able to be part of that conversation, but then hearing the episode, I felt so edified that I was able to actually hear and to receive the things from him, from his house of prayer. And so I just hope that the rest of our listeners are the same way. Even if you're not in the room when the episode's recorded, you're still part of the conversation. You're still able to hear those things and to take them back to your praying community and just be strengthened, be strengthened by those. It was actually kind of funny when Graham was out here recording the episode, I was staying at his place for night in Regina and he's here in Winnipeg. So I missed it, <laughs> but I, but I got to listen to it later on. So I love that. Actually, we got a, we got some voicemail in and here's one from Rebecca and she's going to share what she's looking forward to in the podcast and what she's enjoyed so far. So here's that audio. Hey, it's Rebecca from Sanctuary House of Prayer. Congratulations on one year of podcasting. That is awesome. I'm so excited for you guys and celebrating this monument being on air for a full year. And I think that my favorite part of the podcast has been when there have been guests from different houses of prayer sharing their experience of the prayer movement. Because like you say in every intro, it's to strengthen the prayer movement in Canada and it looks different in different places. And it's so cool how we're all part of the same stream and the same global family of Christ. And yet we look different and we function in slightly different ways and we can learn from one another and pull from what has worked for others. So I think that that is awesome. I hope we can continue to hear more guests in the future from different houses of prayer and prayer expressions and just continue to grow the prayer movement in Canada together. Thanks for everything that you're doing and all the best into the next year of podcasting. Woo! Thanks so much for adding that audio, Rebecca. Uh, we we really do look forward to having more episodes with other guests from other hosts of prayer too. And actually, Rebecca was a part of a a few episodes, people of prayer in the workplace. Uh, so those were also excellent episodes. I really enjoyed those ones. Those are two of my favorite, actually. So go check those out. Like the ones we mentioned, we'll put them in the show notes. So, I mean, there's many things to look forward to in the coming year for this podcast. We are excited to keep it going. So actually, one of the things that I've learned in podcasting, I've listened to many, many podcasts on on podcasting and actually how to do it. And one of the hardest things for podcasts is getting listener feedback. It's very common. So it's great that we got a few emails and a few voice messages and stuff about, about this episode. And you're going to hear those throughout today's episode. So we shared our vision for the podcast in the coming year a little bit. We touched on it. What do you feel the Spirit saying to the prayer movement for the coming year? I mean, we're, we're just coming to a new year. We're recording this podcast early in January. You won't hear it till 
our anniversary. Let's talk about the new year. So what do we feel the Lord is doing in this prayer movement in Canada and even beyond that? So to answer that question, Brian Creary actually came into the room. Actually, he was here at the beginning of the podcast, but he just wanted to jump on and say happy anniversary. But Brian, while we got you here. I did. Happy anniversary. Yay. Brian, who is also part of a few episodes, uh, we will put those in the show notes again. Uh, I think he's a lot on prophetic vision and the importance of the prophetic in your prayer room. So those are really good episodes. Uh, so Brian, being a director of a house of prayer, where do you see the, what do you see the Lord doing in the new year? Uh, it's funny because in our house of prayer, 13 years now, uh, the Lord has yearly, almost almost every year, I've had some kind of prophetic dream on New Year's Eve. Uh, wake up on New Year's Day, and I've had a dream from the Lord that often set the tone for where we were going for the rest of the year. And last year, one of our leaders came to me and said, are you going to have a dream tonight? Or no, he asked me the next day, did you have a dream? And I said, no, I was up so late with the One Thing Conference, and I just didn't have. And then the next day I had a dream, and it actually set the tone for the whole year. And we've looked back on it numerous times. Well, this year, I had one on Christmas morning. I had another one on New Year's Day, and I had another one last night. So we are loaded. I have three dreams. But let me, uh, I'm not going to tell you all the details because I'm actually going to mention it on Sunday when we get together. But let me just begin the process. I'll just tell a little bit because you'll be the first to hear some of this. But uh, four things uh, that I want to say real quick. First thing, for this year, I I believe that there is available to anybody that wants it in the prayer room in any prayer room anywhere, that's if you're out there and you're listening to this, I feel like this is from the Lord. The revelation of Jesus and who He is 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 of is more available to you than it's ever been before in your life. That right now, if you want to sit and actually stare at Him and spend a little bit of time considering who He is, the Lord wants to reveal who Jesus is in a new and in a fresh way, and it's available to anybody that wants it in any prayer room, in any church, in anywhere. But I'm speaking to the prayer movement right now. Uh, This is a year to lock into that. And don't assume that the version of what you think you know about Jesus is complete. It's not complete. The Lord says, I've got much, much more I want to show you. And this is a year that he wants to take us deep. Uh, The second thing I feel is that the Lord is saying that the, and we know this, I mean, we know this experientially, the world is kind of starting to really shake there's, there's just disruption everywhere. There's political disruption and cultural disruption and economic disruption. It's not entirely new. It's been around for, for decades and growing and coming, but I just really feel that sense of shaking and disruption this year. I don't think it's it's going to be aimed at the church specifically, although we feel it, right? The church at large, the capital C, Ecclesia, feels the impact of this when we live in it. And uh, the Lord would say, in a time when there's such great difficulty in the earth, now is the time for us to be clear, to be more clear than we've ever been, which goes kind of in in, in uh, uh, conjunction with number one, some lights just fell <laughs> as we were speaking. Uh, which Everything's is, shaking. Everything is shaking. <laughs> the lights are collapsing. Uh, so I really feel like that's an important thing, that, that there's a, an element of context to this whole thing. You could pursue Jesus just to pursue Jesus and be excited about that and feel like, hey, I know him more. It's 2021 now and I'm in a different place. That would be an end in itself. That would be awesome. But the Lord's designed and birthed this prayer movement around a context of ever-increasing difficulty on the earth. And so we lose sight of that sometimes, and he's just reminding us, hey, there's real shaking coming, there's real disruption, but I need you guys to be clear. 
if ever there was a time when you were a clear, crisp voice to a generation or to a, to a culture that did not know what was going on and couldn't tell dark from light, uh, now's the time. So clarity is really important. And then the third one, this came from a dream, which I will tell, but not, not right now. Uh, let me just say it this way. The glory of God is coming to the prayer movement. And I don't know exactly what that means, but the glory of God, I saw it, is coming to the prayer movement. I think that means we have to get you back for another podcast. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but I saw it, and I saw it, and I felt it, and I'm telling you, it wasn't just for our little house. It was for the prayer movement at large. It was for different streams of the prayer movement. Uh, it's the glory of God. It's coming. And so I'm super excited about the possibilities of what this could look like for us. And I have some ideas about where we could go. And then can I throw in an announcement? I was going to say this. Uh, this isn't really completely developed, uh, but we're talking about it around the planning stages. Uh, we would like to call all the prayer leaders of the nation to come for a Canadian Prayer Leader Summit in our in in Winnipeg sometime later this year. We're in the developing stages of it right now. We'll get you more information. Just put the word out. Think about it probably in the fall. If you're a leader, or if you're in some form of the stream of the prayer movement and you're listening to this and you're thinking, I want to be with other people that are giving leadership to prayer, uh, just book it in. Start saving some cash. Ask some people to support you. Come to Winnipeg. We're going to gather together. We're going to talk, uh, encourage each other and strengthen each other, but we're also going to seek the Lord and ask him for what's coming next. So that's coming in the fall. No further details to offer. Well, now you, you, you've you actually hosted one of these in the past. We've done uh, two or three of them. Two or three of them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I remember one of them and we had some, some folks from Toronto and we had some from... All over. Yeah, it was all over. Yep. Yeah. It, I thought it was great. It was great to get to know those people and really build community. I mean, I feel like I've built some community with those across Canada in the prayer movement, even though I don't generally have much ongoing conversations with them. Like I see them on social media and I, my heart just, it, it explodes for them when I see them posting things totally. about their house of prayers. Just really good opportunity to build community amongst prayer movement leaders. And we're in a moment right now where wouldn't you like to sit in a room with other people that understand those things that I just said? For sure. And they get it. And they and they feel the struggles and the weight of, of staying uh, steady in their own community and the misunderstanding and the weariness and the, d- the delay and all those things that we're familiar with. Let's get together. Let's pull them all together and let's see what the Lord would say to us. I think it's a, an important season, so we're going to make it happen. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first on the Burning Rooms podcast. <laughs> <It's a scoop. laughs> Breaking news. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Brian. Uh, we definitely want to have you on for some future episodes. It seems like there's more to talk about there too, what the Lord wants to reveal to you. So and so when I was asking the Lord the question about what he has for the prayer movement in the coming year, I mean, I don't think I got really deep revelation. I didn't get a dream about what's going to happen, but I just kind of got a sense that He's bringing those in the prayer movement back to the basics, and the end times still matter. I, I really felt that was important, uh, just to trust and have encouragement for one another in the prayer movement. And I also felt like better systems are good, but they're not going to make or break the success of your praying community. Loving God and loving each other are going to be what brings strength to your praying community. And that's kind of just, you know, just getting back to the basics of the prayer movement, like loving God, loving each other, the simplicity of that end times message that this prayer movement holds on to is really important in the coming days. And Brian kind of touched on that too, with all the shaking and trouble. I think that's, that's probably related. So what do you guys think? Do you have any sense of what's coming for the new year for the prayer movement? Yeah. Kind of going off that same tangent. 
Uh, I would say I got something a little bit similar. I just felt the Lord say that as darkness increases, so does light. And that can kind of jump off of what you guys were saying of, yeah, if you look around, the world's a crazy place. <laughs> and um, But God's amazing and he's doing amazing things. And so I just think that the increase of light that we're going to see is going to be just, yeah, just straight from heaven. And it's going to be maybe new things, maybe just things we already see now, but an increase. Um, but it's going to be his encouragement to us. And I think we're going to see that light and darkness pretty clear. And so every praying community matters because you're light. Wherever you're lifting up your voice to Jesus, you are light. And it matters whether there's two of you in a church or uh, 50 of you in a house of prayer, your voices matter. And we need that light. And um, that comes from that. So just keep going, guys. And yeah, it's all for Jesus. I think the idea of of community and loving those around you has been really resonating with me recently. Uh, I heard someone talking about how you don't you don't know how long the person is going to be next to you, and so you want to love them with your whole heart because they might be next to you for a couple weeks or a couple years, or they might be leaving in a couple days, and it's hard because opening up your heart again and again to new people, you can want to just kind of close off and sort of hunker down, but. I think in the prayer movement, we have people who come and go and we want to have those open hearts and open hands. When when new people come into our communities, we want to love them and we want to welcome them in and, and open our hearts again to those ones around us. So for me, I've been really, really challenged and provoked by that thought of, you know, you might be on another round of friends or, you know, maybe your best friend is now moving somewhere else to do something that the Lord's calling them to and to open your heart up again to those who might be to the left and to the right of you. And to just say, hey, you know, I want to be your friend. I want to go after Jesus with you. How can we do this together? I think for myself, there's, I think, three things I feel like the Lord's emphasizing. And the first one I feel really strongly, probably even for for some of you who are listening right now, and it's just the two words, don't quit. And I feel like it's it's specifically about pressing in for the fullness of what God has promised this prayer movement. And we've talked about that on some of our earlier episodes the, the reality of, of end-time revival, which is thoroughly grounded in Scripture, the reality of the Lord's desire to shift things in cities and regions. And I, I just want to encourage you, don't quit doing that. Don't quit pressing in. Don't quit asking Him for more. And I, I just, in the last little while, I've come aware of some people who've kind of lost that that passion, even some people who um, aren't walking with the Lord anymore and, and once had that passion for everything the Lord had for them. And I just want to encourage you, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling worn out, I just really want you to be encouraged in knowing that what you're doing matters and the lifestyle of prayer and fasting matters. And sometimes in our communities, it feels so small and we wonder like, is this making a difference? And I just feel like the Lord would would say to you, don't quit. This really, really matters. And so, and the reality is, is that you can actually be sitting in a, in a prayer room and you actually quit a few months ago and you're no longer pressing in for his heart. You're, you're sitting there, but you're not really pressing in. And so I, I feel that invitation, um, and that, which kind of leads into the second thing I feel like the Lord is, is speaking, and, and it's the phrase awakening. And, and I feel it personally for us to again come alive to his beauty and his glory. I love what Brian said earlier about just this invitation to sit at his feet and get revelation of who he is, but, but to have that hunger and passion to know Jesus awaken again on the inside of us, and I also feel like the Lord wants to awaken us again to his promises and that sometimes in the midst of the battle, we, we forget the promises the Lord has given us about revival coming, about shift coming, about healing being released. And I feel like just in my own spirit, even this, this desire again to start contending in a greater way to even recover some of that zeal that I had at first and, and pressing in for the fullness of all that the Lord had. 
And just a third thing, I, I feel like there's really is something on prayer and missions coming together in this season. And the Lord, the Lord wants those things together. He doesn't want them separate. And I, I remember 10 years ago, how at IHOP, they were talking about the, the convergence was the language being used. And it was IHOP and YWAM, and it was prayer and missions coming together. And, and I feel like that's something the Lord is going to continue to emphasize is that he is bringing those things together. And, and so I'm just excited to see what that looks like. I don't know fully what that looks like. But those things belong together, and I see the Lord doing that. And I know in our house, it sometimes looked really, really interesting. We've had so many people over the years who the Lord has called out into different places of missions. Jess is one of them. And so, yeah, I feel like there's more in that area as well. That gets me excited. (laughs) There's a lot of good stuff to digest there. I'm sure other people are hearing some similar things and maybe some different things, and we might want to hear from you guys. Maybe... Send us an email at burningroomspodcast at gmail.com. And we want to hear what the Lord is speaking to you about the prayer movement in, in the coming year. We actually got another voice message from our friend Caitlin Lutz from Dallas, Fort Worth, just sharing what she enjoys about the podcast and congratulating us. This is Caitlin Lutz from the Prayer Room Missions Base in the Dallas, Texas area, and also from my blog, fragrancearise.com, where I blog about um, the night and day prayer movement. Just wanted to say happy birthday to Burning Rooms. I've been listening to the podcast most of this whole past year, and I've been just really, really blessed by what you guys are doing, just hearing the stories and getting a glimpse into um, your little corner of the prayer movement. I've actually been listening to probably half a dozen different House of Prayer related podcasts this past year. And Burning Rooms really stands out to me because it's so practical. It's very down to earth, very much just this is what it's like um, being faithful, loving Jesus moment to moment in a prayer room, um, going to work, living our lives and having our lives revolve around the house of prayer. Um, So I've recommended it to people who just want to get a glimpse into that lifestyle. And I'm just super grateful um, for what you guys are doing. Happy birthday. Thank you so much for that audio, Caitlin. We were really encouraged by it. And actually, Caitlin was on one of our episodes. We did a phone-in interview after our People of Prayer in the Workplace. So you can find that as kind of the third part in that series. And again, we got lots of great feedback off that interview. So go back and listen to that one. So that's going to bring us to actually some of our most impactful episodes. So we'll go around the table here a little bit. I don't know if you guys remember all the episodes. Jessica's probably most impactful one was the first one because the first time you got to hear that awesome radio voice. So that changed me forever. (laughs) And how people view you as a famous voice on the Burning Rooms podcast. People come up to me in the grocery store. Wait, I know that voice. You actually had to move away because of just the. They even said it at your. They even announced at your wedding. It's true. It did make it into a wedding speech. So I'm pretty marked by it. There was was an audible cheer in the background. That was possibly your table. <laughs> it might have been me, actually. So, uh, <laughs> so for me, I'm just going to say my f- most impactful episode is probably that series I was just talking about, People of Prayer in the Workplace, uh, along with that follow-up with Caitlin, that interview. I ju- it just gave me a different perspective into, into those that are in the marketplace, in the workplace, and how I can relate to them and encourage them. Just got a lot of good feedback off of those episodes as well. So I was really personally encouraged and excited about what the Lord's doing in the workplace with those that are also connected to the prayer movement. So for me, those were probably the most impactful episodes. My personal favorite was uh, was the episode Stories That Marked Us. 
It was one of the ones that Stephanie Reimer joined us on and where we just shared some of the some of our own encounters with the Lord over the years um, and things that have really helped anchor us in our pursuit of the Lord. And so that's one of those ones I've gone back and listened to after, and I'm going to go back and listen to it more times, actually, And it's, which sounds weird when it's a podcast you're on, but the stories were just so encouraging. And so for me, um, I think that in terms of impact on myself personally and just encouragement, that's my favorite. I was really impacted by the workplace in the program. It was one of our earlier episodes. Uh, I think it was the first one I was on, and it was just talking about being in the workplace, being in the marketplace. And I felt like it really opened up that dialogue for us. And we've kind of kept that as a theme that keeps reoccurring episode after episode. It kind of makes its way in back and forth. And as someone who's in the workplace, it was just, it was just really edifying to have that discussed, to be able to talk around the table about, Hey, I'm a Christian and I'm in a full-time job. That's not praying. How does that work? And so I really just appreciated the space to be able to talk about that. And then the conversations that came out uh, after the podcast, people talking, hey, I heard the episode and wanted to chat about it. So for me, that was really impactful. I think for myself, it's been any time we touch on the prayer and missions and that coming together, just because that's something that makes my heart really come alive. And so to have that conversation around, I want to understand my uh, intercessory missionaries more. I want to understand my friends who pray as missionaries. And I also want to be able to share stories of what I've seen God do through prayer in the nations. And so I think anytime we get that prayer and missions going together, which Nicety said we're going to see more of in this year, which is amazing. I think that really just gets my heart encouraged and strengthened, which is the best. And it's been great to have the missional piece attached to what some of our conversations as well, because the Lord really is marrying the two together and they are one movement. So what about our most fun episode? You know, an episode that sticks out where you, you know, you just had fun. For me, I, I have to say it's probably Brian's most impactful episode for me, it was the fun one. It was with Stephanie Reimer's stories that marked us. In fact, we probably want to do a follow-up on that one because it was so good. But I, I love sharing those prophetic stories and how we are led into the prayer room. And it's just enjoyable to tell those stories. And there are some moments that we just, we were laughing like crazy because Stephanie's so much fun. But we just had a lot of laughs. And, you know, again, Patreon, maybe we'll give you some of those background you know, the behind the scenes conversations, some of the fun stuff, some of those laughing conversations. You might get some of that if you join our Patreon. So what about you guys? What was your most fun episode? My favorite episode was one that actually hasn't been released. Uh, so <laughs> since we're doing this Patreon, you'll get to listen to it if you uh, subscribe as one of our patrons. It was an episode where we, you know, had the question of someone says, oh, I have this this need in my life. Can you pray for me? And we say, Yeah. <laughs> And then what do you do? How do you follow up? I'm going to pray for you. Now what? Like, sure, I'll pray. But how do you actually do that? What does that look like? And we just had an amazing episode. We had an entire episode on that question. That whole question. <laughs> it was like prayer chain emails. We're talking about like laying on of hands. Talk about practicals. Like we went through them. <laughs> Somehow like the centrality of Jesus ended up at the end of it. It was the most amazingly fun episode that never got released. So was what? I even there for that one? No. I don't, yeah. So you need to subscribe to our... <laughs> Apparently. Uh, become a Patreon. So why do you th why do you think that didn't make the cut? <laughs> With people to subscribe to Patreon, <laughs> we were saving it for just such a time. Such a time as this. <laughs> that was going to be one of our phrases for wait. What does that mean? Such a time as this. It's a very common one in the prayer movement. It's kind of fun. Ryan, do you have a favorite episode? A yeah. fun episode. I mean, yeah. That 
Yeah, it was the the one on Joy. Um, oh, it was good. like Rick. This is why it's so good that Johan is a part of of this podcast. Well, one of many reasons, but he he actually like enjoys the editing process because we he probably had to cut over a half hour of stuff <laughs> where we are just like laughing our heads off, and it was just a absolute gong show. And the the final product was great, but the the process of recording it was even better. And so it was just one of the silliest goofiest conversations that we had, which is one of my favorite things about being on the podcast is just getting together with friends and being silly. And so, um, oh my goodness. Yeah. We, we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And all the joy in the prayer room. Yeah, that was a good was, one. Oh, there are some good stories yeah. that did not make the cut and, uh, will never make a cut, but they <laughs> not even great. on a Patreon. No, never. <laughs> what about like the elite tier, you know, like the, you know, you were subscribing with like, Two hundred dollars a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to be at least at two hundred a month for uh, for for some of those stories. All right, we'll get the we'll get the tier system there. <laughs> One of them will be the Brian laughing excerpts. So we actually got a we got an email in from our friend Jason. Says, "Happy birthday, Burning Rooms! Listening to your podcast has been one of the highlights of the last year for me." Hearing about the prophetic histories of the prayer movement, as well as the individual houses of prayer and praying communities, have been encouraging and inspiring. I have been edified by the practical tips for praying in your workplace and gotten some strange looks when I'm listening to, wait, what does that mean? As long as Brian is the one who does it, apparently he doesn't like my definitions as much. So I thought mine were horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) So Jason goes on to say, so here's to a great first year and many more to come. Thank you again, Jason, for the encouragement. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. So this is actually one of the things we're hoping uh, for the future. We're hoping for definitely more input from our listeners. It was really encouraging to hear people sending in messages and writing in messages. We'd love to hear from you. It keeps us going. And we're, we're looking at actually maybe doing a book club. This is something we've tossed around as an idea. So if this is something you're interested in, uh, send us a, a book request or a book idea, any kind of questions on it. We would love to do like a... a Maybe a bi-weekly book club on a specific But this does book. actually require listener engagement to be able to do this, right? We need your questions. Otherwise, we're going to read something very boring. Yes, yes. So in the room joining us, we have Jaden, who has who, he's been a guest on our show a few times, kind of filling in for Brian when he's away. And, and you were also on a f- couple other episodes. So Jaden... Welcome to the podcast and just joining us here on our anniversary episode. Do you have any thoughts you want to share? I just wanted to come in and say congratulations on making it for a full year. I know at the beginning of setting out to do a podcast, you don't really know how long you're going to go for. You don't know how many ideas you'll have or guests that you can have to come in and have those conversations. So making it for a full year is amazing. Congratulations. And looking back, over all the Burning Rooms podcasts I've listened to, I think one of the most enjoyable or impactful ones for me was the one where you guys talked about sitting at the feet of Jesus and just spending time with him. I remember you guys were really vulnerable in that episode and you opened up about how even when you're on staff on the House of Prayer, how you have to be diligent and making time, setting aside time where you really want to do things, but instead you choose to read his word and just to sit and listen before him. And I remember where I was when I listened to that episode. I was uh, going to have a lab at the university in the afternoon, and I had about an hour and a half of spare time. So I listened to the episode, and then I just sat down and opened up my Bible and said, Jesus, I'm going to give you this half an hour, hour I have before uh, I go and do more schoolwork. 
And I remember just feeling him draw so close and I felt his presence and his nearness. And I was reminded again of like, this is what matters. This is what's so important. And I was so encouraged by you guys uh, putting out that episode. So again, thank you. That's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. That's so encouraging. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks, man. Actually, also in the room, we have our good friend. And actually, she's a former intern at our House of Prayer. Her name is Danica. And she is going to be joining our Burning Rooms team. She's going to be doing the show notes. She's going to be doing some social media stuff. Some of the stuff that I am very bad at and don't enjoy doing. So welcome here, Danica. Do you have any thoughts you want to share on the podcast before we continue? First of all, thank you for inviting me onto the team and letting me take notes. And congratulations. My pleasure. I <laughs> <laughs> um, just want to congratulate the Burning Rooms on making it a full year. And it's been really encouraging just to have a podcast about the prayer movement that's just so conversation-based. It just feels more like other people have said, like authentic and inviting and just encouraging to see that the movement is so much more than just one prayer room in Winnipeg, maybe one in Regina, that this is bigger than ourselves and that there's so many different layers to it and so many different voices and just the beauty of that. And just excited to see where it goes this year. Hopefully the social media goes well. <laughs> I'm sure it'll go better than it has. <laughs> because I was doing a lot of it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, <It is. laughs> we look forward to having you on the team. It's going to be awesome. And actually, like Danica, you're fairly new to the prayer movement. So like those that might know someone that's new in, in your prayer room, like maybe someone's new coming into your prayer room, just introduce them to this podcast. It, it gives them a good feel for what's happening. We talk about a lot of the things that are important to spending a life in, in the prayer room. So it's good for those people that are kind of new to the prayer movement to hear. So we have one last audio, and this is coming in from Melissa. Happy one-year anniversary, Burning Rooms podcast. I so enjoyed how you guys had authentic conversation about your love for Jesus and brought us into that. And I also really enjoyed the, wait, what does that mean? Those were great. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for sending that in, Melissa. She was also a guest on actually our previous episode that you just heard a couple of weeks ago. So she said her favorite segment was, what does that mean? So I think it's time for... Wait, what does that mean? So today's word or phrase, today it's a word, is Shekinah. I think Jessica mentioned this as one of the words Back when you were podcasting with us, that, yeah. that's one of the words you just didn't know what it meant. Like, that was one Not of the weird ones. Not a clue. And then we're singing whole songs about Shekinah glory come. And I'm like, what is happening? So if you are new coming into the prayer movement and you, you're hearing them sing and say this word Shekinah, often, often with Shekinah glory, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's just Shekinah. What, Brian, what do you think the word Shekinah might mean to someone new coming into the room? Quite simply, it's it's... Um, when you're in the middle of a set and you're trying to sing and there's a bit of a spotlight on stage and it gets in your eye and then this desire just to sneeze starts coming up inside of you. It's just the sound that comes forth. Jekina. Um Guys, I never said I was good at these. Um, Apparently Jason thinks so, you are. Yeah. So to our one. Oh, we, and someone else said they, they like that se segment too, right? So to you too, this is your fault. Um so, Jehu, what does the real word Shekinah mean? So, it's usually used in uh, like two words, Shekinah glory. It's talking about the visible manifestation of God, typically talked about in the temple, when the glory of the Lord would descend 
uh, and there would be a cloud or a pillar of fire, this visible manifestation of God dwelling with his people. It's the Shekinah glory that we see in the Old Testament. We see hints of it at different points during Jesus' ministry, and we long for it and pray for it in our meetings, that the Lord would come and dwell with us. We have that promise where two or three are gathered, there he is in our midst, and we want that nearness, and then we want more. We want the visible presence of God with us. It's also a very good J. Thomas song. Do you want to hear my other one? Okay. Oh, we have a second definition, oh, we have though. a second definition. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually a uh, first name of someone who's rather famous in the prayer movement. Um, back in the 1700s, there was this man named Count Zindorf, and um, he was an important leader in the prayer movement, and his first name was Shekinah. Shekinah Zindorf. And so we often refer back to him as someone that we really look up to for sustaining long periods of prayer. <laughs> so that... <laughs> if people don't know your sarcasm, nice deal. <laughs> you pronounce one name wrong one time and they never let you live it down, eh? Zindorf keeps coming back. If I had another child, I know exactly what I would name him. Shekinah Zindorf. <laughs> Heinrichs. Oh, if you're looking for great baby names. There you go. So that is our conclusion to our very special one-year anniversary edition of the Burning Rooms podcast. Share it with others. We want to hear from you, guests and listeners. Guests and listeners. Mostly listeners. Because, yeah. Uh, So email us. Go to our website, burningrooms.ca. We're looking forward to the new year. And again, check out that Patreon with more special surprises to come. So until next time, my name is Johan. I'm Jehu. I'm Brian. And I'm Jessica. And this has been the Burning Burning Rooms Podcast. Podcast.